This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 7.36. It's Friday, the 2nd of February, and you're listening to The Morning Run with the one and only Philip C. And I'm Wong Xiaoning. Philip, you're a little bit too suspiciously happy this morning. Because it's Friday. That's all. That's all. That's all. I'm always a suspicious Asian parent, (laughs) right? Especially when the child's too quiet or too happy, something's wrong. But yesterday, did you know... It was the golden, golden jubilee of the formation of the federal territories. It's also the 50th anniversary of KL's designation as a federal territory. And last year, the KL Structure Plan 2040 was finally gazetted in October after several delays. And it will oversee the strategic development for our city for the next 20 years. Recently, FT Minister Dato Zalea Mustafa has invited all quarters to participate in the public opinion hearing session on the draft KL Local Plan 2040. Now, the draft, which covers more specific details for different areas based on the structure plan, will be available for public display from yesterday, actually, until March 1st, and will be extended if needed. So how will these plans shape the city's development moving forward, and are they effective in improving KL's livability. To answer that, we have on the line with us Co Charlie, CEO of Urban Metri, to share her thoughts on this matter. Good morning, Charlie. Now, always good to speak to you. For a start, tell us why is this KL structure plan so important to the residents? Good morning, guys. So, with uh, this KL structure plan has been a long time coming. Uh, previously, I was on BFM as well, uh, speaking about it. We need this because it is uh, important to be gazetted. Uh, one of the things was that we talked about previously was that it was gazetted. We need uh, a plan that doesn't change. We need uh, clear rules around what's getting built, uh, what's our vision for the city, and how the different different interests will get protected and there are rules to the game. So that is the reason why it is very important. So then there are no sort of like sudden surprises that gets, uh, you know, always on the news that people get to come in and protest, etc. So changes will be taking longer to uh, to 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 change. Mm. And so that's very, very important, right? So we all mm. want a, a very clear monopoly board that everybody knows what's happening. And, uh, you know, uh, if anything happens, it'll just take longer and gives the public time to sort of digest and also um, to, to, you know, give an opinion if they have one. Yeah. Well, actually, I was going to ask you, right, like how has mm. been the reception been? Because I saw actually last year there were about 1,000 complaints over the plan. So <laughs> what do people actually think about the plans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that um, obviously a lot of the complaints will come, right? Because the plan has been sitting there for so long. And then after a while, like folks were, uh, you know, they didn't have a lot of time and then when they saw it, they, a lot of their opinions, there was a lot of opinions gathering from EBKL actually. So I have to give them credit for that. And after all the opinion gathering, uh, you can't please everybody sometimes, mm-hmm. right? So because of that, you know, different parties will be like, I told you this, you know, you didn't say, you didn't put it into the plan. And then another party will be like, you know, wow, there's going to be like a huge building next to me, you know? So that sort of... Um, uh, discomfort or sort of like disappointment will be there and people will put in some complaints. But the fact that there is one uh, is very important, right? KL is our capital city and for the longest time, uh, even KL 2020, I think the plan, it took so long. So now 2020 was like way, way past and we need this 2040 plan. 
So Charlie, shifting our attention to the draft to the KL mm-hmm. Local Plan 2040, yes. I think it was made available from yesterday for public display and feedback. Yeah. What did you notice from this plan? Oh my goodness, the whole town is talking about this. Uh, the developers are all very excited, like they cancelled their day and ran down to KL, the architects, right? So the main big changes that everybody's talking about is the change to plot ratio. So the first thing is that uh, pre- previously, when if you are planning for residential or you're planning for, for example, service apartment, you calculate it differently. So there's a density calculation and now everything is moving to plot ratio calculation. So Basically, uh, DBKL has kind of like realized to give up. Lah. They're just saying that everybody's asking for plot ratio anyway. Mm. I'm just going to do everything via plot ratio. This is uh, interesting primarily because you can see like the developers sort of uh, innovation getting uh, in a way adopted by DBKL anyway. So a lot of the uh, architects and developers are very happy about that. Uh, the other thing is that if you notice, a lot of people got plot ratio 10. Uh, in uh, commercial areas that are very near LRT, like tra- transit nodes, mm. right? So I have uh, some opinions around this new development. And some of those uh, areas that got plot ratio 10, they're very small lands, right? They're very small plots, like they're old shop lots. They're not exactly, they're not heritage, yeah? Mm. But they're like just really small, but there is very clear sort of direction from the KL local plan that, uh, DBKL wants to do a lot of urban renewal. So mm. all areas, they are just like, the lands are too small, you need to amalgamate them and then start planning them as a whole, right? Because now it's very piecemeal. It's almost like tenements, right? Like pe- people buy a very small piece of land and then te- shoot 10 stories up, right? Mm. That's not very good. So uh, there is this... Um, I think the, the direction is very clear. People want to do urban renewal and, and the government or DBKL is supporting that with the plan. So as, you, as I hear you, right, it sounds like there is a lot of ambition uh, in the plan. Are there any mm. gaps to the plan? Mm. Uh, very good. Uh, obviously, uh, I will always have an opinion about this, but this plot ratio 10... Uh, so I, I comb through, I, you guys have to excuse me, I haven't read the whole thing, it's very, very big if you can download the uh, the plan. So I scanned through and I was trying to look for, with this plot ratio 10, the, uh, how do you say, the, the logic is that I give you plot ratio 10 because you're near a train station, right? So you're near a train station, I want you to take public transport, so I give you higher density, uh, in order to tell you to encourage that, right? But the issue I didn't sort of got to was that did they reduce the car park? Because there's really no point if you give them plot ratio 10 and then at the same time, you still require them to give you like 20,000 car parks because the roads just cannot handle. The roads cannot handle. Um, we are not really talking about like getting cars in. There's no way you're going to build another highway. Like really, really, that would really anger me. So if you want to give people that kind of density, um, the best is just don't give them car park because then they'll force to take the public transport in. So that's one. The second one, which was very interesting, was that they uh, talked about congestion charging in the plan. And I was a bit surprised, you know, uh, because... I didn't see how exactly they're going to implement it. So I know this was 
uh, mentioned also in the structure plan. But how are they really going to do it? Because it's not the whole of KL, it's like an inner core of KL. Uh, and there's a lot of roads, right, around mm-hmm. it. And, you know, uh, Malaysians are very creative around these things. So I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious how are they going to uh, do congestion charging. But the car park thing is a, is a gap. I, I can't see it. And again, a lot of these solutions is about building. Mm-hmm. Let's build, you know, micro-mobility. Let's put in, I don't know, uh, uh, bicycle parks, uh, uh, parking and things like that. And I don't know, I... I'm very wary about building anything more in order to uh, to accommodate our car park, uh, our car nature. But mm. you know, that's what that's that's the things that I feel like is a gap. They didn't address the car park issue. Okay, Charlie. In the one minute that we have left, yesterday was of course FTD. But looking at the mm-hmm. current condition that the capital is in, what are the things we can actually do now to enhance the livability of this city? Uh, citizens or government or. I mean the government because they're in charge yeah. of at least DBKL is in charge <laughs> if, of the city. If it's DBKL, please go and relook at your car park requirements. It's ridiculous. And the number of car parks that's required for a building today is the reason why you have a city that's really hard to manage. All right. Thank you for your time. That was Co Charlie, CEO of Urban Metri, giving us her view on the both the KL structure plan, which is the master plan, and underneath that is the KL local plan, which has just been revealed to the public yes, yesterday. And you are actually free to comment on it. Take that opportunity, please, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It seems all the developers are rushing to make commentary, but apparently they all seem very happy right, with the adjustments to how they approach plot ratios there. But the devil is in the detail. Where are all the cars? The point is about KL is that I, I love it. I live here. I'm happy to live here. But there are sometimes I feel like I want to pull my hair out because traffic is so heavy. Although I'm driving, I'm guilty of it. But just the question of the density and the road planning that goes, or you know, that happens. There's so many things we could do to make KL a much better place to stay. And I certainly hope that the KL local plan has the potential for this. Up next, we'll be discussing strategies to ensure fairness, accuracy and transparency in reporting. Stay tuned for that BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.